30, but I guess it's starting now. That's good enough. I think this solidified my confidence that I think the Bulls are going to get a game in this season. I think they will. Um, whether it's game two or game three, I'm not sure, but I, I think they will get one of these games. Um, I would like to see Zach be a little more aggressive going to the paint. I think he settled for jump, jumpers a little too much, especially at, at that end. Welcome to the box score. Uh, <laughs> another edition of the Box Out Boys podcast <laughs> as we react to game three, Chicago Bulls versus the Milwaukee Bucks. I am uh, Chris, the Statsman Gorman. With me tonight in the car, driving home from the game, we got the Sad Boys. The Sad Boys. It's me. <laughs> uh, Tires two shots right here, and then let's pan over. Joey, he's driving. He's got to be focused. This doesn't – this is – Okay. Tyus, it's very Tyus unsafe. Don't do this at home, kids. I'm not holding the phone. I'm holding the phone. I'm just talking. Joey's um, attention is on the road. Yes. Two hands on the wheel. Ten and two. Ten and two. He's ten and two. Oh, boy. Oh boy. All right. Uh, let's get right into it. Titus, I opened that uh, – I opened this with, with a video from our last box score, number two. I felt like it was kind of appropriate given how this game was. You did think – Maybe the Bulls could have game two or game three. They, had, they took game two, and unfortunately, game three was a little oh, bit of a, uh, of a bomb. Uh, but I just want your your immediate reaction to that, to what you were saying before, and what you you expect, what you saw out of Zach Levine tonight. Um, Zach Levine had a rough game tonight, and uh, I I'm not gonna lie, I, I I sort of forgot what I said in that clip there to start. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been uh, we've been on the beers tonight. Uh, let's be honest. We're having a good we're having a good night. But um, you know, Zach was uh, he got he was well defended tonight. Well defended tonight. They choked him out in the paint. Um, it's kind of what Joey was was seeing as well. We were up in the three hundred section. We were watching the game closely. Uh, made a, uh, a friend of Adam sitting next to us. Shouts out to him. Friend of Adam. We, uh, another Adam, not made, our Adam. We made a new friend. His name's Adam, too. He might join the pod soon. So many yes. Adams. There are too many Adams in my life. All right. Too many Adams in your life. <laughs> no, but Zach, I mean, what do you have, 14 points tonight? Uh, Zach Levine finished with 15 points on 6 of 13 shooting, 2 for 4 from 3 in 31 minutes. I mean, like what we and Joey were saying as we were leaving the, the stadium was that shooting-wise, it wasn't that bad for him and DeMar uh, – Percentages were good, just not enough shots. And the defense from the Bucks was uh, – they were choking them out, man. It was, they were aggressively guarding the paint and not allowing them to get their shots that they wanted. You probably can't tell, but my voice is pretty shot. <laughs> You're trying to yell from the 300 section? I'm trying to yell from the 300 section. There, I mean, the energy was great early on. The very first, like, five, ten minutes of the game was great. The intros were amazing. Um, and then it quickly spiraled out of control. The Bucks pretty much controlled this game the entire night. Uh, Grayson Allen was amazing for the Bucks. Okay. All right. Hang on. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, he was he was awesome. He had, what, it, four or five threes? He, had five, he was five for seven with 22. So, yeah, he yeah. had a fine game. But come on, man. Like, we don't need I mean, to talk about. All he, right. he torched us. He torched us. He torched us. He torched us bad. Well, can we can we talk about the starting lineup for the Bucks? Because what I thought was going to have to happen with Middleton being out is they'd have to start either Pat Connington or Grayson Allen. I'm like, oh, great. Now we have an advantage. They started Portis. They started Bobby. Bobby. They would and Bobby torched us early, right? He had three, uh, three threes in the first five, six minutes. 
He, he won four for eight for the game. So, yeah, three. Yeah. Bobby finished with 16 rebounds, 18 points. Yeah. They wow. Went, they went big on the Bulls, and the Bulls obviously are not a big team. They had no answer for it. Did, did you think that starting Bobby over Chris actually was more of an advantage for them? Um, I mean, you know. that was a concern that, that we saw right away. Even they said, shouts out again to Adam that was sitting next to us. He pointed that out very early. He goes, the Bucks are going big. They went big with that, that super big lineup with Giannis, uh, Bobby, and and Lopez. And the Bulls just didn't have an answer for it. The Bulls did not were they were not ready for that. I don't but I don't even know honestly if that lineup made a bigger big deal or if the Bulls poor shooting was more the issue. What did they end up like thirty percent? They're thirty nine percent from the field overall. So, you know, ended up not, not being, I guess, terrible at thirty nine percent. But for the majority of that game, they were in the low thirties, high twenties. Yeah, I, I mean I'm looking only for overall. I I, I don't have Yeah, no, I we were kinda like with the stats that we could see on the on the scoreboard as we were there, um, you know, we, we saw what we could see, but that's what we were seeing. For the most part, they were low 30s, low 20s. They were not shooting the ball well. Uh, Zach and DeMar in particular, I, what did he end up with, 15 as well? DeMar finished with 11. 11, I that's what I thought. <laughs> 11, I mean, DeMar had a terrible game. When you look at the uh, box Joey, score, it's not even like that bad. Uh, the only yeah. the only outlier here is can you guys guess who the worst player on the Bulls was tonight? What plus minus wise? Oh no no just like if you look at the Pat- box you're like oh my god I can't believe Patrick it. Williams had one point and it came in like the fourth quarter in garbage time. Yeah he was zero for nine zero for four from three and yeah. one for two for the line. Uh, it was Williams- pain- it was painfully obvious how unready he looked in that game to start. Um, as soon as I mean. Jamar, Zach, and Caruso didn't play a minute in the fourth quarter. And the first possession Patrick Williams had, he immediately was aggressive. And it was like, okay, hey, you're not supposed to be like the king of the the king of the bench here. You're garbage supposed, time. You're supposed to be like the next piece that they need to kind of like take this to the next level. Now he's like, oh, I'm ready now. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was just, like you said, Chris, I think it was a great call. Like the box score isn't terrible in terms of like percentages, but the quantity of shots is is just not that's not going to do it. You can't have DeMar taking that, that few shots, Zach as well. Um, one thing that was painfully obvious to Titus and I, I think being there was the way that the Bucks were playing defense was we're not going to allow you guys to take one step inside of that three point line. Like DeMar, you're going to get doubled if you have the ball and you're not going to be able to dribble to any spot that, that you want. Um, and if you do take a step in, everything's going to collapse around you. And, when that was happening, everybody else in the Bulls was standing around. The amount of times that Zach Levine was just standing in the short uh, corner, just kind of looking for a pass, there was no movement. There were no cuts. There was no activity, um, even from somebody like uh, uh, Caruso. Like, it was just very stagnant. Um, the energy was not there, and it's kind of honestly amazing considering how much energy was in that building, and they just had nothing to match what the fans brought to start that game. No, I, I agree with Joey. I mean, defensively, the Bucks were on point, and they did take away a lot of that penetration from uh, DeMar and Zach in particular. Uh, those two guys could, just could not get where they needed to go. DeMar, it, it, he could not get to his spots. He was getting doubled and was not moving the ball out of the double. I mean, that short corner was there for them as far as getting some shots. They could either didn't get it to that short corner on a, you know, a second or third pass or – they were, you know, they were moving the ball away from that corner and 
or not moving. You know, like like Joy was saying, it was it was pretty frustrating to watch, to be honest. So, all right, a couple other couple other points I wanted to hit. I had some people texting me about Io Dasunmo. They're asking where he was at the first rotations. He ended up playing 18 minutes. Obviously, a lot of garbage time. Yeah, a lot of garbage time. Any yeah. any uh, any thoughts on Io? And Kobe, I mean Kobe would play twenty one, but you know he wasn't doing well either. I mean Kobe was that well, he wasn't making anything. He wasn't making anything. Two for six, two for nine from the field. But you know, I don't know how much of this is is just poor shooting from the Bulls in general. So whose fault? Who do you not blame? But like, what happened? So I, I honestly blame Billy Donovan for this one. I think um, Bucks came out big, and it was painfully obvious early on that the size was going to be a problem um, and there was no adjustment made to that uh, when Bobby was you know torching them early they didn't make any adjustments uh, there just didn't seem to be a really good game plan for this and it's it's kind of like you knew Chris Milton was going to be out from like you know Wednesday night pretty much spring MCL that was kind of like a given he was going to miss at least one game um, the Bulls came out with the exact same thing that they did in game two, and I guess it worked in game two, but, I mean, three minutes into that game, the Bulls had nine points, two threes from Vooch and a three from uh, uh, Caruso, and the Bucks, you know, Bobby was lighting it up, and it was like, you got to be different here. Like, something has to give, something's got to change, um, and there just didn't seem to be that adjustment. Um, also, at halftime, Titus and I picked up on this, so um, there was some, like, crazy – acrobatic man doing some halftime show and he had like you know three minutes left of doing his chair climbing thing and Giannis and the Bucks were out on the court warming up and the Bulls were nowhere to be found so in my head I was like all right Billy's you know kind of getting on them like hey you got to get your shit together like get this going and they came out just about as flat as they started that game um they just didn't look ready to play tonight I I don't know if it was just the bright lights of having a home game and kind of coming off the high of game two um but just the mindset didn't seem to be there. You could also look at the aggressiveness of like someone like Zach and DeMar. I mean, DeMar yeah. was trying. There were a handful of times he, he tried to go in the paint, but just wasn't working. Um, Zach a few times too, tried to dribble in and like kind of weave his way through, but it just wasn't, just wasn't there. And they didn't really press the issue and they kind of settled for what the bucks were giving them. Yeah. I was Joey. I mean, the energy just wasn't there. Then I, and I don't know if it was just the um, intensity of the crowd because I, those first five minutes of the game, it was raucous. I mean, I, there's no way to describe it. The energy in the crowd was amazing. The Bulls fans showed out for them tonight, and the Bulls just didn't didn't bring it. They just didn't bring it. I don't know if they thought they were just going to do the same thing they did in game two and produce a win. Bucks made adjustments. Bulls didn't, and that's that's basically the story that we saw. Bulls were not ready for what happened, and the, the Bucks blitzed them, especially defensively. Uh, they blitzed them, and – there was nothing. The Bulls didn't have an answer for it. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know what they're going to do in the game four. Feel, how you guys feel about Sunday? Yeah, let's, let's move to Sunday here. Um, I mean, it's a must win. It's a must win for sure. You got to go 2-2. Uh, I, but I, I kind of think this might have been the series. I think this was the Bucks making a statement of, hey, we're the defending champs. Uh, that was cute. You guys got a couple of close games and a win. Uh, but here we are. We don't even need Middleton. That's kind of what I feel, Joey. Yeah, I – I'd feel a lot better if the Bulls had lost this game like 140 to 110 where, you know, the Bulls played well. They just got shot out of, out of the gym because the Bucks couldn't miss anything. Um, but 
sure. they were letting the Bucks score at will, and they were not taking quantity of shots, quality of shots, or making their shots. Um, and that that was bad. And I, I don't know, you know, Demar can practice late into the night all he wants, but like they gotta they gotta have some energy and and, and some pop on Sunday, or else it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of round two of what just happened tonight. So who would you guys rather be right now? Would you rather be how the Bulls just lost now or how the Timberwolves lost yesterday? Bulls. 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 <laughs> I, I disagree. Pain. I would rather be the Timberwolves right now because I still believe the Timberwolves can come back in the series. No, that series is over, too. <laughs> and we were talking about that on the way up. We were talking about that series is over. You don't, you don't go up 26 and then lose on your own court. They went up 26 that, twice. The, yeah, that's but, uh, yeah. That, so I think – I mean, I think it's like similar they at least things. Showed some life in the in the game. The Bulls, yeah, and the Bulls then, never showed up. I I, I would I, like honestly, I would be um, if you ask me like who has a better chance of winning their series, I would definitely say Minnesota for sure. Uh, but I think it's like six of one, half dozen of the other. Are we guessing? Like, both, are we are we are we getting over five percent chance of Timberwolves winning compared to the three percent the Bulls have? Is that kind of what probably. you're looking at it? Yeah, probably. It's, it's probably. Like I just think. Drink. Yeah. Yeah, like they like the Memphis. Winning that game, I think that that does something. And the way the Bucks won this game, I think made a statement similar to how the Memphis made their statement by coming back. But you know, obviously different things. So, uh, give us a little bit on that that Heat Atlanta game. I know you want to talk about oh, it. Heat, no, I didn't want to talk too much about that. I was just saying, yeah, just I, give us I, quick. I, I just go off of the Bulls game while I was watching because they were down twenty six points at one point. Yeah, that's fine. We understand. I'm, I'm talking. To, I'm, We're I'm casual. With, it's fine. I'm with baskets, and she's like, "This is so boring." I don't want to watch this game. Like, all right, girl, let's go to Atlanta. Let's move it. Yeah, let's move it like, this is a great game right here. Right here. We saw Trey Young hit a floater to win the game 111-110 with 4.4 left. Jimmy Butler gets a you know fadeaway shot in the corner, can't hit it. Atlanta's up. Atlanta's back in it. It's two to one. If Atlanta wins game four, there's some life in this series. So uh, if you're any team, if you're between the Wolves, Bulls, or Hawks right now, the Hawks are in the best position of any of those teams. Yeah, I mean, I guess coming off a win. But, yeah. So, but honestly, like Timberwolves tomorrow night, I I think they're going to win. So, um I'm just going to say that right now. I know you guys are against it. So, but we'll see what happens. Uh the Bulls, we'll see what happens, man. The I'm I'm less confident in the Bulls, especially with the way they Yeah, play. I I, 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 agree. Like, I, don't I think the Bulls are going to lose on Sunday. I think they're going to lose in at in Milwaukee. It would be a five-game series. But Hey, you know what? It was a gentleman sweep. A gentleman sweep. It was fun. Glad they got the win. We we had a blast at the stadium. We can't say that enough. Seeing that intro live in the playoffs was amazing. It was something else for sure. The introductions and the rosters it, were it's, was fantastic. It's arguably the it's still the best intro. Um, it's the best of any stadium. I haven't been to every def- stadium, but it's better than the Wolves at least. <laughs> it's definitely the best, man. Uh, Chris, thanks for putting up with us in the car. <laughs> Hopefully, the yeah. audio is decent. No, this is great. I'm going to end it here. Any last, any final thoughts? Um, hey, uh, Titus got retweeted or, or commented. Yeah, commented. Trey Kirby from oh, yeah, No Talk Dunks. Trey. See Purple. Taco Trey. See Purple. Purple yeah. Heart. We, we, we got some love. So, yeah, he was there. Saw the No Dunks hoodie. So, you know, hey. Did you guys shout see him? Shout out Trey. Did you look for him in the stadium? Did you just... we, we saw him on the Jumbotron. They put him on the Jumbotron, but we could not. He said he wanted a free ticket to Lala, too. Of his yeah, he's, he's just, you know, when it rains, it pours, I guess. Because so. he really needed a free ticket to Lolly. He couldn't, yeah. know, given what he's doing. For, but. but, hey, shouts out to Trey. Thanks for the uh, comment, man. Appreciate you.
Hopefully we can uh, get him to like or retweet us again. Just keep wearing the no dunks, I guess. Hell yeah. We'll see. All right. I'll end it there. Um, like, subscribe, comment on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, whatever Titus don't really says at the end of this. <laughs> Until the next time, box out. Box, box out. out!